What's the deal, y'all? Welcome back to Universe EA. No sports because it's not in the game. It's like, nah, let me stop playing with y'all. But I'm here tonight. Or is it morning my time? Yeah, it's morning. It's morning. It's 420 here. So it could be 320 where you at, 625, 20, however it goes. But I'm here to talk to y'all today about something very, very important that I do see a lot of people struggling with. I struggle with it myself, and it's just a normal human aspect of things. And that's having the hard conversations. The hard conversations, maybe it be with your friend, a significant other, a family member, or even with yourself. And with that being said, having that hard conversation, you should also try to set up boundaries for yourself so you can not have to do this again. But the boundaries help establish that you know how you need to be treated and how you need to feel to proceed with what's ever going on. But on top of that, it's just the hard conversations. And what I mean by hard conversations is not a, oh, do you like me or do you like being around me? No. When you realize that, or it just dawns on you, you have people from the outside looking in, because every time on the outside looking in, it's not a bad thing. But people on the outside looking in, sometimes, and people close to you, can see different things that you may not, because you may be blinded by friendship, or love, or the concept of family. But at the end, at the same time, and what I do see a lot when it comes to people that care about you, that's on the outside looking in, they see the trueness of it, the pain of it, the hurt, the manipulation, or what some of you guys call gaslighting. Like, oh, this, this whole bunch of things that we got to be emotional, intellectual about. Emotionally intellectual about, I'm sorry. And the first thing is about really having that hard conversation, telling somebody, what you're doing is affecting me, and it's negative, negatively affecting me. I'm sorry, I've been up all night. You know, what I'm saying putting this little putting this together for y'all. But a lot of things can negatively affect us. But when it's people that's around you, when it's positions, when it's jobs, when it's family, you need to set up a barrier. But make sure you make sure you have that conversation so you can voice it so it don't just get through in somebody's face and they get blindsided by it. Because I had that issue. Friends. And within this group of friends, I can't even count the number, but it, we, we used to be kind of deep, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knew each other 10 plus years. Went through some things. Everybody, collectively, everybody also, except for myself, decided to put up boundaries, but we all grew from it. Certain things needed to be said that sometimes I felt like if I was to say to my friends or say to people that's close to me or loved ones, that maybe you will stop being around me. Maybe you not. You maybe you will not want to be near me. Maybe you don't want to kick with me. We can't be friends no more. You're not gonna love me as my family member. But that has something to do with me and my inner self. And that has something to do with the fact that 
my compulsion to be around people when I knew I could, I was great with being alone because I was literally raised around loving people. But I also was raised to know that I can love myself being alone, dealing with my happiness and not putting my happiness to the side to keep other people happy. Like it's a quote, I can't remember who said it, but I always like using this quote. Never keep somebody flame burning while you burn the ash. Because at the end of the day, when you go dark, they gonna be in the light, fueling off your energy. My dad says this to me too, another quote, and I, I definitely gotta quote him. Don't make somebody else happy at the cost of your happiness. Those are definite words to live by. My pop say a lot of wild shit, you know what I'm saying? He say a lot of deep shit, though, that you really think about. And when it come down to the time to, to the time for it, it really means something. But I'm just break it down and just go all the way deep into a little spill. We're going to have us a nice little podcast this morning. So growing up, I always was told, like most of y'all, everybody not your friend. Everybody is not your friend. And that's the truth. And what I mean by that, like, some people can give the persona of being a good friend. Some people can actually think that they're a good friend. Some people may trick you or manipulate you into believing that they're a great friend to get personal gain. And when I mean my personal gain, oh, yeah, you got money, so you can pay for me wherever we go. Or you have a car. And I remember this happened to me, and I had to start telling niggas, no, it's steep. You, you not ride with me, bro. And then even about the gas money, nah, you ain't getting in my backseat. Nah, I ride with one passenger. I don't like nobody sitting behind me. That all that's dead. Because anything can happen. I don't know what's going through your head. So I had to set that boundary. Because I started seeing people want to use me for certain things. But what I did realize is growing up, that everybody at your friend, when you start putting boundaries on certain things, and you start voicing yourself, with with friends in my case, but and maybe in some of y'all's too, I want y'all to hear me out, you feel me? It goes like this. If you start putting boundaries on specific things and you start voicing and you start to watch people disappear, that's the first sign that you know that wasn't nobody really for you. They're not your actual person. You know what I'm saying? They're not somebody that's gonna be long term, they're a temporary person or a dream person because when you wake up, they're gone. I like that, a dream person. But the second way is when you start voicing your opinions, and then I understand sometimes people are voicing how you feel or about how someone's treating you. A lot of people do get defensive, and that's a natural reaction. Everybody gets defensive, especially when you've never been told about yourself. I've had to been t- told about myself a few times, and I got defensive. But the time that you get defensive, and the, but you go, you see the person go back, sit back, and think about what you said because, hey, we supposed to be close. We supposed to have this bond. We supposed to have this kind of relationship because a friendship at the end of the day is a relationship also through life. And you can't go back, you can't self-reflect and you can't sit there and be like, damn, maybe, maybe I am in the wrong. Maybe this is me. Because I had to look at it in the case one day, you know, I had select people in my friend group and they weren't wrong. Even though I don't mess them no more, they weren't wrong. I was going down a whole different path that they was on. 
that they fuck with me, but they don't also want to see me get hurt. They don't want to sit here and watch me burn myself out like that. They don't want to sit here and watch me die. They don't want to get that call. They don't want nothing like that for me to happen because I want to be a hothead. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I got mad. But then I go back and sit back and be like, damn, everybody around me is saying that. They not looking at me differently. They not treating me differently. But it's a fuck. Maybe they are right. Maybe they do got they got some sense in them. They trying to put me back on game. They're trying to give me some knowledge. They're trying to get me on the right track, on the right path. They for me. Those are actual friends. Those are actual people that you want to be around. And it just shows you something. And the same thing can be said with family, but a lot of people always like to say, right or wrong, family is family. Your family can tell you about yourself because they know you better than anybody else. Or, that's your family, let it go. No, I can't. I will tell you not to, too. Because my immediate family, great group of loving people. But it's some outside family members that didn't grow up in that house and some that even did. Some of the most fucked up people I've ever seen in my life. Some of them had to, it took a lot of time for them to grow. And with family, you should look at it like with your friends. Once y'all be together for so long, be around each other for so long, you watch them grow and you watch them change. And like I said about my, the old friends I had earlier, they wanted to keep me on a good path. They wanted me to be smooth. You know what I'm saying? And it could be the same thing with your family. They could be cool until you get a certain age to you and the family wise with a lot of women when y'all start to develop get older hit puberty start looking at boys y'all moms start hoeing y'all and I hate that in the black community there's too many moms out here that truly hate their daughters you know what I'm saying in the black community there's a lot of fathers that's not here and a lot of times that's not our fault. That's how we all been systematically raised on both ends of the spectrum. But at the end of the day, it is some good moms and some good dads that are teaching good values to their kids, good morals. But those be the time that you need to set that boundary with your parent and not get it. Until you get to a point that you can get up out of there. But when you get older, when we grown, you ain't got to wear that leash around your neck around from your parent. If your mom been degrading, disrespecting you, or hoeing you, male or female, get the fuck out of there. Tell them how you feel. Stop fucking with them. Give them a reason to, because a lot of times, people do need time away from you to see what they really didn't have, what they don't have anymore, my bad. We've been cool. You doing somebody right for so long, and you see they ain't right for you, so you leave them. Hope that they do better. I had to learn from a, a good person in my life that don't spit venom on nobody. My mom used to always tell me, don't speak badly to nobody. Sometimes when you absent out of a person's life, it helps you inside. Because you might worry about them. You might be thinking. You might be trying to overhelp, overextend, hurting yourself, trying to get them to be right. And in that case, I know that too. I had a homegirl. A real life homegirl, me and her ain't never had sex, nothing like that. She lesbian. That's cool. Not tripping. But 
she the moves that she making the shit that she was doing she'll sit back cause some days she wanna be a nigga that's cool I'll kick it with you what's up bro you feel me you, the, you gonna be a bro anyway you my homie but I really care for this girl to the point I'm watching her make some crazy ass mistakes and mind you I'm out here in the streets doing some wild shit too with some chicks you feel me like shit this is some some wild shit but I feel like shit nigga I can handle myself you feel me I, I'm green we good you know what I'm saying so I ain't gotta worry about it as much I ain't gotta worry about what a chick do but there's a lot of chicks out here killing men just like men out here killing women but then on the other end of the spectrum the women that I'm watching you pick like how you telling me these women not good for me I'm watching you pick some dynamically terrible women not even practicing what you preach a lot of people be having the best relationship advice but the worst relationships and that was her case my little flings or relationship that I so-called have all the bitches did not end good but they wasn't like that I'm just go down a quick little list and I'm just tell you all the shit that I had to deal with one time Shorty was dealing with a chick that got her mama car stole but the fucked up part about it was she had her mama car so she can go to school like we in college at this time she take her mama car going to school driving her mama off at work shit like that that's your mama car stuff. Fucking with this chick. And you knew we... I told you. Your mom told you don't fuck with her. Even one of your other homegirls told you. Yeah, she a bad influence. You know what I'm saying? She ain't. She really don't fuck with you. Stole your mama car. Sold it. Scrapped that bitch. Stole your identity. You confronted her about it. I was there that day. The next morning, they on a plane in Florida. Wildest shit ever. I don't even want to call this counting on that. I mean, I don't even want to call this no relationship one of you little flings, or I don't know what the fuck you want to call this shit. She was messing with this one chick, and shit, every time, because we stay on the west side of Detroit, you feel me? Chicks stay on the east side. Every time y'all supposed to be linking up, you sending her bread, she abandoned you. Like, she'll tell you to meet me right here. We about to be over here, and then I'm going to go back to the house. You'll get dropped off over there, not even knowing if she there. Or you'll drive over there. You don't know where she at. Now you stuck on the east side. You don't know where you at. Phone dead. You called me five minutes for your phone. Now you using it. This is the part that pissed me off the most about it. Because I went and grabbed you three times from the east side. I told you. I'm not about to come. keep coming over here to get you. If she fuck with you for real, for real. You feel me? She's supposed to be here. Like, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is some bullshit. Now you driving 30, 35 minutes out. We going deep these damn near St. Clair Shores type shit. We about to water at some points. And you keep falling for it. But I'm here helping you going all the way out my way. I don't got no gas. And I'm telling you I ain't got no gas. So some days we got to figure out how the fuck we going to get some gas. Luckily, I'm just a hustler. I'm going to give me some money real quick. But I'm coming to get you. I'm coming to save you because you my dog. I'm sticking my neck out for you, but you don't care if something happened with me. Another instance, she, she fucking with this chick and her husband. I ain't... The women be really feeling like they can take some men and I do see some women get the best of men but at the end of the day a man is strong as hell strong as hell and when I say strong it don't matter if you're a bigger girl you're a smaller girl this nigga really get mad enough or if he hit you the right way and I know you can't fight for real 
just a bigger girl, he gonna whoop your ass. And I, shit, look, I done seen a lot of women take a lot of niggas' husbands. But we sit in the car smoking, you tell me that you told her husband that you pleasure his wife better than he do, and you tell me he got mad and choked y'all up, and you talking about you about to go over there tonight. I said, nigga, she gonna, he gonna kill you for her, and she gonna let him do it. Talking about, because you ain't heard from old girl all day. Shit, I, you, I would not talk to her no more. Because at the point, being in like a thoughtful, open relationship, anything like that, when you join that motherfucker and you see somebody in there getting their ass whooped, first off, this is supposed to be your first mind. If you don't care about whooping that person's ass, you ain't gonna care about whooping mine if you can get the best of me. So as a precaution in my head, and if anything happened, I always think about this. This is the, the pure nigga in me. Anything happened, police gonna get involved. I don't feel like talking to the police. I don't know nothing, see nothing, hear nothing. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Some shit, you do gotta call the police, you feel But God damn, I don't wanna... What the fuck it look like? I'm over there knowing that this nigga be, be putting his hands on her, whooping her ass. He can kill this bitch in front of me and now the police here. And I gotta answer all these questions. And I'm looking goofy as hell. The one time that the police don't ever be warned, the motherfucking media don't be there and not my face on the camera. It's on the camera. Just looking. And I'm looking stupid. Stupid than a motherfucker. See, I ain't know he gonna do it like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know he gonna do it like that. I was just sitting there. <laughs> no, we ain't doing that. I don't like putting myself in that position no more. That I gotta think about what if the police coming. And a lot of people don't think about that. And me sticking my neck out because I told her I'm not helping you. I'm not coming to get you. And I always said that shit. Like, I'm not coming to get you. You get yourself in a fucked up situation. But this was the one time I'm like, you got to learn your lesson, man. Don't go out there, bro. I'm telling you. The last now we went back over the little past shit. It's more than that. But, nah. She tried to go out there and hear me when I say try. The motherfucking brakes fell out of the car on the freeway. She could not stop, had to hit the e-brake and was stuck on the freeway. The police called her mama while me and her brother was kicking it at the house. We had to all go get her. I didn't drive, but I went with her. Shit was crazy. Mama found out with everything that was going on. She over there looking stupid as hell. Still tried to go see the bitch two days later and did. And I told her once again, I'm not going to get you. I do appreciate you telling me what you're doing, but I told you that this is not a good idea. Man, dog. When I tell you, bro, she went over there, they done got into it, something happened. And I found all this out the next day. I watched her blow my motherfucking phone up, boy. I did not answer that phone because I'm not coming to get you. It is 3 in the morning. I got to be to work at 6, and I got to drive all the way to Ann Arbor. Not doing it doing it come to find out they didn't got into it police didn't got called she got kicked out had the damn there cause she didn't have no way back when nobody answered the phone she was too scared to call her mama so she had to stay the night in jail police called her mama in the morning mind you this is a, I'm 27 she was 21 when this happened I was 22 It was a whole situation where the police was there. That's how bad it got. And I just told you I didn't want to be in that. 
you was going to put me in that. I just told you don't go over there. That sometimes we got to bump our heads to learn the lesson. But a lot of times, when you got people in your life that actually look out for you and care for you, like our parents do, some of y'all parents, or some of y'all that got like good role models, good people in y'all life, fuck a role model, you got a good person in your life. We need good people in our life. Because sometimes all role models ain't good role models, all people ain't good people, but I mean like genuinely good people, I don't give a fuck what you do. Gonna give you something and tell you something so you don't have to bump your head because they already have. They hit their head all these times so you don't gotta hit your head. And a lot of people that I know now and I don't have, I probably got like four people that I really deem, you know what I'm saying? That's really like we we real like solid, solid for real. Like you can call me about anything. I do my best to help you out. Actually no, I missed two, it's six. And back then, and I stopped being cool with motherfuckers three years ago. Like no communication. They don't even have my stuff. I don't even talk about them. It's wish they do good in life, but it's be like 20, 30 of us. It's six, and that is a very, very tight six circle. And I know I don't got to call and worry about them. If I do, before I even got to call, they're going to hit me up. We damn near talk every day, consistently. We can talk about bullshit, but we listen to each other. And we understand, and we all experience life together, males and females, solid people. But... We had to have them difficult conversations with each other. I had to look at one of my homeboys and tell them, man, I can't keep coming out with you on some shit like this, bro. We ain't gonna... It, it may be some nights we might not even make it back, and we ain't even on that. But it's that motherfucking night that we go out here, we on some chill shit, and the wildest shit happen. And we just get caught in the middle of it. I don't want to get put in that, no. I don't even want that to be an option. And it's not even like I'm saying I don't go out. And I still kick it with him. We still slide out places. It's just a part of being that we got older and we both understood that it's not, this can't be it. We don't want that. We don't want that. You know what I'm saying? And people that, the people with good hearts, I want y'all to hear this if y'all still tuned and y'all still listening. The people with them good hearts, big hearts, love people. Please look at your surroundings and watch yourself and please look at y'all mental health. Therapy is a real thing. If you ain't got therapy, please have somebody good in your corner and listen to that person that's actually a good person in your corner that don't steer you the wrong way. Because of this reason right here. So, you can be a very great person. And you can run into somebody because you, shit, you just got that big heart. You just like helping people. You open your arms and your doors to a person. See them for who they really are before you accept them into your life. So you don't have to worry in the long run about if you did the right or wrong thing when the wrong thing happens. Having them difficult conversations with people 
with family, with fucking relationships. It's like breaking up with somebody that you know ain't good for you, but you love, but you love them. Leaving your husband and your wife. Quitting a job for a better job. And you are nervous about going to the other job, but you got to accept life. If this job is literally made for you and you know you can do it from point A to point B and you ready to learn and it's what you need, take that leap of faith. Have that difficult conversation with yourself. Tell yourself you're being a pussy. And do what you need to do. Them difficult conversations can keep you out of a lot of shit. But you got to be able to also accept them difficult conversations. And I'm going to keep saying it because I want y'all to understand what I mean by that shit, bro. Because I got stories, like, about just dealing with people and getting older. And now it's like I got older niggas that look at me or older people in general. They love how I move. They love how I sit back. And I'm articulate. The people that I hang around. Because we doing something better. We building something greater than this shit. It's just step by step. We are the people that we hang around. And I am a product of my creation. But that don't mean I gotta be that product. I can just be me. For real. Like, that's the best thing to be. I had to have that difficult conversation with myself. I've always been myself, but I always try to figure out which version of myself I've, I've been trying to be. And when I thought about just being the best version of me that I can, embrace every part of myself, embrace all of it, understand it, that was a tough conversation to have. But it was an even, tough, it was an even tougher conversation to accept. Sometimes you got to accept the difficult conversations for what they are. And have them so you don't end up fucked up over some shit that don't got nothing to do with you. But that's just my piece, you know what I'm saying? A little piece of advice, a couple stories, y'all just think about. You ain't gotta take heed of this shit. Good looking though, y'all.